What up, it's Mitch, and this is Zach. Welcome to Hot Takes Cold Brews, where each week we'll be talking about hot takes in health, fitness, and lifestyle. And to make sure these are epic episodes, we're cracking a brand new cold brew, catching a savage buzz each time. Have you done a cycle class? I've never done one. Never. Dude, you would die. Oh, I definitely <laughs> I don't have the cardiovascular endurance for that. And that's the thing. Like, we'll do, like, sprints standing up, and I'm, like, five-second burst, and I got to sit. Like, my my quads just start lighting up. I'm like, fuck. Is this, is this kind of like uh, Soul Cycle in that, like, they do a lot of, like, the press? I know, like, Eliza tells me they do a lot of, like, the presses and stuff and yeah, like, I all mean, that kind of stuff. Like, someone hit me up. They're like... <clears throat> They're like, <laughs> so am I good with that? Like, is that good enough for weightlifting? I was like, uh, not <laughs> really. <laughs> like, this isn't exactly resistance training, yeah. but it's a good workout. Well, Congratulations. Well, they were like, well, it burns. I was like, I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like, what your goal is. It's not. You're not gonna get jacked not, off yeah. the bike. Like you're not that. building a whole lot of muscle size with that. Right. You're gonna get toned. I, I don't even really know that it'll tone your arms that much. But no. I know people get pretty sore in their arms from doing it. So maybe well, maybe you will get really sore from it, or maybe you will build muscle size. I've never taken one, so I can't talk too much about it. But I also probably think that it depends on the instructor quite a bit too. Well, I mean, I just think like if you do anything for a long time you're gonna get tired you know like that's true uh but yeah i mean it it was good it was fun i did do legs yesterday so it was kind of nice to just like get them moving get the blood flowing do you feel less sore now because you did it i think so or we'll see tomorrow are you (laughs) double sore tomorrow we don't know but one thing (laughs) probably one thing though is like it did energize me you know, like I've been up since 5 a.m. I've been teaching since 8 a.m. And uh, well, good thing we have cold brews on the way. Right. The 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 big thing for me is like I worked out yesterday. I haven't been able to work out for the past week just because I've been like coming out to see you and like been working and all that stuff. And I just I mean, making excuses for yeah. it, but I just haven't gone to the gym. And I went yesterday and did one of the summer shred workouts feel so great after doing it Mm -hmm. like even the day and the day after like back to feeling that like a little bit of soreness actually a lot of soreness yeah and uh but like that feeling you get in the gym when you just like crush a really good workout it's there's nothing that's that's like that exactly and you almost start to miss it which is a good thing like yeah i like i have this internal timer even when i go on vacation and i don't find a place to work out because i don't really like to work out in hotel gyms that much and if i don't do anything outside or i'm really busy or tired or whatever even though I've worked a lot of energy off by like walking a long way, say, uh, it's still not the same as like that, that feeling you get from like weightlifting yeah. and that feeling you get from cardio still isn't the same, like that feeling that you get from weightlifting. Yeah. And, and that was what I saw with like this birthday party was like, everyone was so hyped up. Like, why is that not more of a thing? Everyone was like felt so good about themselves they were about to go enjoy themselves and do whatever and i was like and they were already happy to be there because it was celebrating a birthday so that's the idea you got to get a workout in in the morning of your birthday yeah to get the day started out right with your friends feeling good and then 
you got a little less to worry about. And maybe that does, like we always talk about, like don't let the workout, like, oh, you just because you had a workout doesn't mean you can have a couple of beers. But if that's what you're like, hey, I'm going to work out so that I can do this a little bit extra today, then maybe that is a good thing to do. Because you would have done gonna, it anyway. <laughs> it's not going to cover it up the all the way, but it's also going to make you feel really good that you went and got the work in. So yeah. I like it. That's a great idea. And I'm it almost it might, like, you know, you're still going to indulge because it's a birthday party, but maybe I'd be interested to see like a study where it's like people went a little less hard because mm-hmm. they were like, number one, a little more tired. Yep. And number two, kind of like, well, I just did all that work. Like yep. maybe I'll just like, there you go. But cool. Well, we got, crack these we things, got, man. We I'm got out some, this water. We got in, bro. some, uh, we got some cold brews on the show today. Bold brew coffee sent us some, Shake well. some bold brew cold brew nitros you know we're big fans of nitro they sent us a big old pack so we're stocked up on these cold brews so we're gonna get wired today no calories no added sugar dairy free just like we like it this one seems like the setup for the perfect cold it. brew let's get it says shake hard and then pour in a glass pour hard or shake and then pour hard do you want to no you want to pour into this glass no I mean, I feel like I gotta taste it the right way. I'll I'm, pour hard right into my mouth. <laughs> I'll pour it hard into my mouth. I'm gonna pour it hard right into this cup that was sitting behind me anyway. So, all right, all right. That's not even a hard pour, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm pouring as weak fast as it pour, possibly dude. can go out of here. It's a weak ass pour. All right, watch this. Cheers. <laughs> For those of you that can't see the video, Mitch just dumped it aggressively into his mouth. Pour hard. That's great. That's a great one. That's really good. That's a really great one. Wow. It's even better out of a whiskey glass. (laughs) That's delicious, man. man. I might drink way too many of these ones. And it's small, so I'm like, dude, I could just chug this right now. Bull brew messed up. They made something too good. And... Too much caffeine. I wonder. It doesn't say. Oh, yeah. Did you look that up? No. Let's look it up. We might have to hit them up on Instagram. They're pretty responsive, so I bet if you just DM'd them and asked them how much was in their can, they'll let you know. She said it's cold. Again, we appreciate the uh, the cold brew. And uh, if you guys want to find them, I think they're at Bold Brew, Bold Brew Coffee, boldbrewcoffee.com. Let's see. Um, what we're going to be talking about on the show today is we're Mitch and I are going to be going and talking to a, um, a startup this week, right? It's a startup, small company. It's a, it's a company, tech company in Seattle. Yeah. We're going to be going and talking to them about healthy habits. Um, basically things that they can do from in the office, nutrition wise, mobility wise, movement wise, um, exercise wise yeah. so that they can make their lives a little healthier. Cause that's a super tough battle for a lot of people is like sitting at a desk eight hours a day or even standing. You don't burn that much more calories at a standing desk. It might set you up for a couple beneficial things that I'll talk about here today. But like, that's a tough thing to overcome is yeah. like being sedentary for eight plus hours a day for sure. And, you know, one thing that I'm going to definitely mention to these people is that, like, there is a huge disconnect um, with the fitness world and the, you know, whatever you want to call it, corporate or this office world. Because 
someone who has strictly worked in a gym, like they're in a bubble, man. And they don't really understand that it's real. Like people are really desk ridden, like for the majority of the time. So when someone at the gym says, you know, do squats at your desk every 30 minutes, like no one's going to do that. I know. So So it's like you got to find something that helps out. The good thing is a lot of these companies, at least a lot of the tech companies that are coming up now in, in the Seattle area, because I treat a lot of people that are at these small companies, they have like little exercise rooms yeah. or they have like places where like they have yoga mats laid down and like well, it's only going to help your company. Yeah. Or they'll let you, or they give you breaks to go and like, Hey, if you, I mean, most of these companies are so funny anyway, cause they don't even have like a PTO policy. It's just like, take whatever you want. Right. And, uh, and that's kind of how they feel about a lot of these workers. Like they'll let them go to their conference room and like have some foam rolls in there. So, I think those barriers are we're starting to overcome them a little bit, at least in Seattle. Um, it'd be nice to see like some of these other bigger, older companies like doing some stuff like this, where the majority of people work, <clears throat> because it's something big we'll talk about today. But really, that is a huge part of it is the productivity of like if you don't feel good during your workday and you're suffering from back pain or something like that, that's taking your attention away from your ability to like completely focus. Like that's a huge deal. And so some of the stuff that we'll talk about is like stuff to help get rid of some of that. So it's only beneficial for these companies because the loss in actual productivity of like the 20 minutes it takes to go and let someone walk around and stretch is like gained in perpetuity as they feel better for the rest of the year. Absolutely. And yeah, like it's all an energy game. Like, having pain takes energy away from you tons of energy like it's taking energy from your body it's taking energy from your concentration so the more you can get rid of it like the the better off you're gonna be um but yes i mean as far as what i plan to talk about them with and i mean that's kind of what we're already gonna talk to each other about so basically what i'm gonna talk to them about is number one you know start out with a little bit of background on myself um and just open up like i was at one point a corporate employee too so i know both sides because what i'm realizing now is like even if you're in a gym long enough like you start to get in that bubble where it's like oh i think everyone just kind of eats pretty healthy Mm -hmm. and then it's like wait like i did a, a a tweet and it was like if you work in a gym you start to think that everyone tracks their macros or meal preps and then if you work in an office, you will realize that everyone eats French fries and chicken strips and, you know, a muffin for breakfast. Like, that's literally what people, like, really do. It's not even a joke because I've seen it. That's so, And it's such an interesting thing that you have the background of, like, both sides where you spent a lot of your career inside of an office and then you also have worked in gyms and as a nutrition coach and personal trainer because like that's something that I don't have and you do start to get warped like I've only worked around like physical therapists dietitians um exercise physiologists yeah and most like it's so funny because most clinics that I've ever been to physical therapy wise like no one goes out for lunch like no everyone brings their lunch it's in a it's in um it's in a 
like an easily packaged container. It's got a bunch of vegetables. It's got like lean meats. Yeah. Um, and and it, they're relatively healthy. Like everyone's got like an apple. Like the person that sits next to me eats like an apple every day. So you probably like that's think their like, snack. I'm like, it's not oh, a big that's deal. A, you know? say, like, why, like, why do we need all this attention? Right. But then I talked to, you know, friends that they're like, oh yeah, I go out to lunch every day. I'm like, well, where, what kind of places do you go out to? And they're like, oh, you know, anywhere, like I'll grab Chick-fil-A or Wendy's or I'll go to like Chipotle and eat a burrito. And like, and I'm like, dang, like every day. And so it starts to kind of dawn on you where you're like, you are insulated by that bubble of like fitness and health because most like physical therapists are fairly health conscious, obviously, Mm -hmm. because we've been trained that way. So like we know the benefits of health. So like, a lot of PTs like go running at lunch yeah. or like, well, you'll be like, we're in a gym. They'll be doing like things on the gym equipment right. or, you know, like doing like, w- like between ours, like a lot of our staff is like foam rolling and like doing stretches and things like that yeah. to feel better. Yeah. And we're moving all day anyway. So it's kind of an interesting thing for sure. Yeah. And, and that's why like, I, I see the issue. Whereas like, you know, someone who's just been in a gym, they would say like, just do it, you know, just eat better. And it's like, well, no one around you is doing it and you don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. Like why would you? So how do you, how do you conquer some of these barriers? So you talked about like with in an office setting, you said like, maybe if I went and told them, Hey, go do, you know, every hour do 25 squats. Yeah. How do you conquer that barrier? Do you think with people like because you say like do you have to get it in as a culture in your company to like do these movement like hey lunch movement break like what like what do you have to do to accomplish that? Do you think? I mean, for me, it. I mean, obviously, it's it's coming down to to meeting them where they're at with with the easy wins, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, what like what can we do? What is doable for these people? Like, uh like some of the tips that I'm going to give them nutritionally is it's like, all right, can you not drink your calories or can we cut the drinking calories at work? Mm-hmm. Cause those aren't doing anything for you. And for a lot of people, if, if that was all they cut out, they'd probably lose like 20 pounds in a year. You know, the, the three Cokes, the 400 calorie coffee in the morning. You, if that was all you did, not much changes for you, but a lot changes for you yeah. right and so i think it it does come down to culture so like not having all those shitty options would be big like yeah because well in a lot of these tech companies and i know this isn't the case for a lot of you guys listening in your office but a lot of these tech companies are actually bringing in food like they're catering food for lunches and stuff like that. So yeah. some of these office workers, I mean, they could probably vote for where they want, but so at some point they don't even have a choice of what's actually coming in and being fed to them. Yeah. Cause I have patients that are like that. Like they're like, yeah, I eat this for breakfast, protein shake, this, this, and this. And then, uh, you know, I also just eat whatever comes, uh, for lunch because they're like, you know, we get a different restaurant every day. And so it's just, it is what it is. So when all this food is coming into these companies for free, it's hard to say no to, I imagine, because it's like, it's a catered lunch. Or like when they set things around, like, 
my, I mean, I've never worked for one of these companies, but I bet if like I worked in a company that had muffins set out every day, it'd be very hard for me to walk by a muffin, a free muffin that looks delicious and go, Oh, I probably shouldn't eat that. Cause it's not on my diet. <laughs> well, and that, that is the funny thing. Like at my job, it'd be like catered breakfast and it would literally be muffins, bagels, and like some random fruit. And I'm like, yeah, it's not helping anybody. Like, so, I so mean, it's about finding those easy options that are still affordable within the spending budget of the meal. Right. But also finding something that's going to actually fuel your employee employees versus like what? give them this like three, two or 3 PM crash where like, Oh, I'm just too tired. I like can hardly keep my eyes open. I'm not going to get anything done the rest of the day. I'm just going to head out. Well, at every, uh, every freaking lunch that we'd had catered to would come with some crazy dessert. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever have dessert, but do you really need every day? <laughs> right. Like what? Like, like literally one time it was like this pan of like cobbler. I'm like, bro, <laughs> this isn't Easter dinner. Yeah. Like that's a good time to have it. You don't need it every day for a meeting. Yeah. It, it I think it's gotten outrageous and and I I don't know who controls the the food orders, but it's definitely not anyone that's got any dietary like nutritional uh like knowledge or anything. And I think some of these companies are starting to do a little bit better cuz I know like Google has like a chef at least that's doing it, but just cuz you have a chef doesn't necessarily mean that you're you have a healthy chef like or they're making yeah. healthy options. But it's good to have some options. And the thing is, people are getting more and more aware of like what they're eating and they're realizing like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be eating a muffin every single day at work. Right. Because that's not a great idea. Well, and that's the thing. It's like back to the easy wins, like if that was all you didn't if that was all you changed. Yeah. Was like you just didn't do that, a lot of things would change for you. And so those are the kind of things that I'm gonna talk about are like these little things that will make a big difference over time. Um, and then I'm just going to talk about kind of the easy wins principles and like, you know, why I feel like that can help you just changing your habits and becoming someone who does win. Um, and then like I talk about like getting 1% better, how that compounds versus 1% worse. Mm -hmm. You don't notice either one. But they both it's like happen. watching grass grow, right? You don't actually see it, but it's happening. Yeah, or and die, or yeah. watching grass die. Exactly. You don't really notice, and then you don't notice until it's too late. Yeah. Like until it's it's all over with, and it's already like, well, well, can't restore that. Just got to replace it. You know, it's like that's yeah. what you. That's what I see with with people losing their mobility, and it kind of goes along with the same principle Absolutely. as the easy wins. Is like maybe it sounds dumb to take a 15 minute break every four hours to go and do like 15 minutes of stretching. But it also sounds really dumb to have to get like a hip replacement or like some other surgery because you didn't take care of your body. Um, right. and you've got to get that at 40 or 50. Like that's like, it's the trade off. And it's the same thing. Like people don't notice that their shoulder, like their shoulder is getting losing one degree of motion every week or a couple degrees of motion or they don't, sometimes they don't even notice. It's pretty amazing when I see people in my clinic, what they haven't realized has happened to them. Like I'll ask them to, for example, reach behind their back and touch their shoulder blade or something. 
and they won't even get close. I'm like, whoa, I had no idea I couldn't do that. I'm like, like well, that's yeah. kind of an interesting thing that I you did. <laughs> forgot that you didn't realize, like you had compensated so well that you didn't realize that you couldn't reach behind your back anymore. Yeah. And so, like, that's a pretty big deficit. And people just, I mean, it's body awareness. Some people don't have body awareness. Like, if they're not working out, if they're not, like, exercising, they're not going to notice these things until it becomes so catastrophically bad that, like, it's impacting their daily life. And at the point where it's impacting, like, your ability to walk or, like, sit, that's a pretty high-level injury. Because, like, if you have a pain with, like, oh, yeah, when I lift 40 pounds overhead, my shoulder hurts. Oh, yeah, it's like, like, that's okay. a, probably a minor thing that's going on in your shoulder right. that can be fixed. When your arm hurts to just lift your arm over your head, then you've got a pretty severe condition. So if you're not doing things that test those positions and you can kind of get measured on, like, how much your range of motion is decreasing or how, like, what you have in your body then you know then you never you never know it's gone yeah and that's kind of like my theory with physical therapy and like you go to see your doctor for your blood values you go see your dentist to get your teeth checked and and kind of update that like i think it'd be good to have someone that that looks a personal trainer or a physical therapist or someone that looks at your strength and your range of motion and keeps a document of like where you're at even with like pictures or like range of motion measurements See and what you direction in, you're going. Are you, you going? Come, yeah, you come in in a year, and they're like, whoa, you came in last year, and you've lost 10 degrees of motion in every single plane of motion. Then you're like, whoa, like, what's going on? Like, why am I losing this motion so fast, and how can I reduce that? Yeah. And so, like, that's the big push is, like, prevention and not, like, re- reaction mm-hmm. to something that's happening. Like, don't wait to go in and see uh, someone once your shoulder is bad. Like, yeah. see them before. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, like my big thing and then what can you do during your day to reduce the risk of having these things which is like moving every joint through its full entire range of motion and so that's kind of like what i like to do is show people how to do that yeah and and that's the thing is like all right like where do you feel like you're not doing that start doing that tomorrow one time you know like for one minute and just do it mm-hmm. and get it out of the way because at least then maybe you're not, it's not even really about getting better. It's just about like maintaining almost where you're at. Cause even that would be good. If you just stayed like this and like maintain your range of motion. Like if you, if you maintained a 20 or 30 year old range of motion and strength, like you'd be great for the rest of your life. Yeah. It always makes me wonder if someone was on a maintenance program. Like I see a lot of PTs or health, other health providers who have been healthy for their whole life. And, and then when they're older, they still look very flexible. Like just cause you get older doesn't mean you need to lose flexibility yeah. just inherently. Now you will lose some due to arthritis and things like that, mm-hmm. but there's definitely the ability to slow that progression right. and definitely increase it. So like a lot of these people that I see, they've lost 40 degrees of knee flexion range of motion. We get it back almost to normal range. So that tells me I'm like, well, you didn't have to lose this in the first place. Right. You just didn't do anything to prevent it from from not because you haven't been using it. So it's like that use it or lose it principle. If you don't yeah. use it, you're obviously going to lose it, especially strength. Range yeah. of motion goes a little bit slower, but they both go down. And you know, I don't know. I think it's it's a tough category with people who are work desk jobs because you know you're getting by it's like eh, i don't need to do this you yeah. know so you got to have someone like us that comes in and motivates you and says yeah. like don't just get by because i see what happens to you 
in 25 years. Like I see this all the time. Mm-hmm. And so don't let this happen to you. Right. And it's hard to impress upon someone that kind of image. Yeah. But it's kind of our job. It's kind of what yeah. we're passionate about is like going out there and telling people like this could be avoided and you could live such a healthier life. Right. Do you want to spend your retirement years in medical appointments? I see a lot of people that are spending significant time of their retirement and medical appointments and they can't travel because they can't walk because they're sick uh, because they they are in pain they can't move and so they made all this money they worked their ass off their whole life and they didn't take care of themselves and they get to the point where they can actually go and like travel and do the things they want to do and they can't do it because their body is not physically able right which is just a sad thing to see i mean like and and the fact that it could be prevented if someone's knowledge was just a little bit higher on the subject and if they just had a little bit more um, motivation or someone helping them along with it because a lot of people will do it they just don't know what to do if yeah I, I always think that if you knew how easy it could be like most people just assume I'm not gonna stretch for 30 minutes every day it's like you don't have to yeah you know, or maybe most people assume I'm not going to work out for two hours. Like you don't have to, Yeah. or I'm you not going to work out every right, day. You just got to hit the right things in the right ways at the right intensity. Yeah. And then you can incorporate it in. And it just really has to be part of your schedule. Like if you like watching Netflix, fine, but you could sit on the floor on a nice comfy yoga mat or on a blanket and do some stretches and watch your Netflix or ris- listen to your podcast or listen to your book on tape and you could get two things accomplished mm-hmm. and you could not miss out on one. Like you don't just have to inherently get rid of something to add this in to be healthy. Yeah. Especially like the home mobility stuff. Yeah. Like that stuff's easy. But you can do a lot of home exercise stuff too with just a few bands or even zero equipment. Most people that I see don't need resistance. Like most people that come into my clinic that, that want to work out they think that they've got to go and do they're like, Oh, show me what to do at the gym. I'm like, well, let me show you what to do at home first because you don't actually need to go and put any weight on anything because yeah. you haven't even done body weight squats. Like you're yeah. sore after 15 body weight squats. Why yeah. do we need to load that? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's true. So it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's, it's more accessible than people think. And that, I think that's one of the things we got to push, you know, is to let them know, like this can be so much easier it can be so much more attainable because same goes with your nutrition like i said i'm not telling you all right tomorrow we got to start meal prepping every single meal we got to cook everything you got to track and weigh everything that you see i'm literally saying don't eat a freaking muffin for breakfast you know cut your calories drink a bold brew instead of yeah your 500 calorie coffee and Watch the weight fly off. Well, you know what the crazy thing is? Like, if you literally think about this, and it's funny you talk about not drinking your your calories because I was even thinking about this back when I was in college and track. Because I was like, how can I get, like, how can I drop weight without really noticing it? And I always thought about it. I was like, dude, it's the beverages. You know, what do the people average? Like, probably drink 30% of their calories sometimes, 25% of their calories in, in beverages sometimes. Like, the people, and I always go, oh, that there's no way. Because I, but I think about myself and I'm right. drinking a lot of low calorie coffee and then water. Mm-hmm. I don't drink any fruit juices or any, like anything like that. But then I'm like, well, actually, you know what? The average person drinks like orange juice or milk or anything like that. Like that's a lot of calories. And if you just took off a 400 calorie latte and switched it for a bold brew, uh, 
um, or insert your favorite cold brew, zero calorie cold brew, if you save four or 500 calories a day and you drink coffee every day, that's 3,500 calories a week. That's a pound a week. So you could either be going up pounds. pounds. <laughs> yeah, you could either. And even if it's 200 or, you know, like uh, 250. Yeah. That's a pound every two weeks. Or that's 25 pounds a year. So you could either be gaining 25 pounds a year or you could be maintaining or even losing. Like depending on where yeah. you're at on your calorie deficit. Yeah. Like that literally one thing could be the differentiator in how you feel about yourself. It's is like the one frappuccino that you're drinking a day. Literally. And and that's what I'm saying. Like you don't you can't really notice either one. Like you're not gonna like complain every week that you didn't get your frappuccino. Yeah. But you just lost twenty five pounds. And that's the thing is like eliminate the low hanging fruit first. Like what's right. the low what's the easiest thing for you to do mentally? Like, okay, maybe the frappuccino is like the thing you have to have. But maybe you're eating a 300 calories in chocolate every night and you don't really like chocolate that much. Then maybe get rid of that. Like, Or how can we alter that frappuccino a bit? Yeah. You know, like if it's 500 calories, can we cut 200 out? Yeah. So that adds up. Yep. You know, maybe you, you don't have the freaking covered the stack of whipped cream at the top, you know? Like, yeah, and that's, Jesus and that's always what I did when I was, but like, that was the first thing I eliminated. And it's funny, like these things come full circle, but it's like, I used to do that in college too. It's like, how can I, how can I reduce this down? Or like now what I do is instead of getting a latte, I get an Americano. Instead of milk, it's water that mm-hmm. they put in there. A little splash of cream still tastes good. Still gives me the energy. It just doesn't have a, like a quart of milk in it. Or whatever, you know, like some of those venti things, it's like a full, it's like almost the full thing of milk. So it's got to be a few hundred calories of of milk or almond milk or whatever you're drinking there. And so you reduce that down and that's the low hanging fruit right there. Right. And that's, that's again, like, I don't think people understand how easy it can be. Yeah. And that's what I talk about with like some of these hip stretches. It's like, you don't have to go do 10 squats every, every hour or like wake up, get up every 10 minutes and go walk a mile. Like you just need to sit with your leg crossed in this position for a minute and then switch the sides and then pull your leg up for a minute and then pull your leg up to the, you just did four stretches in four minutes, still sitting at your desk typing. Like that's not that hard to do. You just have to set a reminder on your phone or something to cue you externally. And then the other thing is like, once that becomes normalized, like you're not going to have to need that alarm. You're just going to be used to moving around and stretching and kind of moving in different positions. Easy. And that's the same thing with like, and, and that's why I like it because it is like, all right, let's program it into your day. So whatever that hip stretch is, just be thinking, all right, have I hit this today? Have I hit it enough? Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with like drinking water. Like that was how I started drinking more water was I was like, all right, I got to drink five of these today. Uh, I'm going to be at this job for eight hours. So let me divide that up. And I know anytime it's, 820 or 1020 like I gotta have this finished yeah 820 hits I'm chugging it mm-hmm. if I haven't already you know yeah. like and then after a while like I would like look at the time and not even notice and I just start drinking water like that yeah. that you, you set program. yourself up with these cues that like first are hard because or maybe not hard I don't know how hard it is it doesn't really matter but it just cues you and you go Okay, 820, water, 1020, water. And then eventually your body just goes water, water, water. And instead of you having to like actually think about it. Right. It's just like you get it Same in. Same with the stretches. Like yeah. it's like, all right, 
open it up, you know, I'm going overhead. Yeah. Know, like, well, like I've, I've built it in my day and I know I'm a PT, but like not all PTs do this. So it's not just like inherently a PT thing, but like when I'm working with a client, I'll stand in different positions while I'm working with them. I'll be stretching my own hip or something like that. Or like when they get to the floor, I'll get to the floor and, and do the same thing as them. Yeah. Like I, I will start, I've started to incorporate some of this stuff. Or like when I'm just standing and typing at my standing desk, I have mm-hmm. a foam roller there and I'll put my foot up on there and I'll stretch my ankles. Mm-hmm. And so I've just incorporated like of it. super easy stuff to do. Yeah. Whereas like if you have a stand up desk, you could easily buy a little piece of a half foam roll. I mean, you, they're like $4. You just put your foot up there and stretch it. And then you're like literally just working and stretching. It's going to make you feel better. It's not even something that's hard to do. Yeah. You're just standing there in the same position you would be. You're just getting a stretch that actually feels good. Yeah. I think more often than not, people just get overwhelmed. Like, God, I got to figure out my nutrition. I got to figure out how to exercise. Now I got to figure out how to be more mobile. Like, I don't, I don't know. But which is funny because my goal to go into this presentation is like, let me underwhelm you with how easy this is. Exactly. Like this is going to sound ridiculous that I'm even delivering this to you. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm going to go into some, some stuff that that's beneficial for them. But it's like, the point isn't to overwhelm them and be like, all right, so what you're going to do is you're going to go do a 30 minute warm up on the treadmill. Right. Then you're going to have to get ready. Cause you're going to hit the weights for another hour. Like, that's not what it is. And mm-hmm. that's not what it needs to be. It's just people have created these arbitrary barriers in their mind from what they've seen someone doing on Instagram. They're like, Oh, this guy's fit. And he's like jumping over these hurdles and throwing like sledgehammers at tires. And oh, I can't do that. So I'm not going to do anything. Well, so and, they, and that was kind of what I was hitting at earlier is there's just that barrier between the fitness industry and, you know, the corporate world. Yeah. Whereas like, like the people who can really help these people aren't doing it, aren't doing them a service because they're making it seem unattainable. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that was literally the reason I never considered getting into fitness, the industry. Cause I was like, I'm not like that. You know, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not like a freaking crazy workout guy. I yeah. just like doing it. I like moving and things like that. And what you're starting to see too is that fitness comes at all levels. Exactly. Like there's a lot of people that if they if they just simply did 15, like it sounds ridiculous, but if they did 15 or 20 minutes of body weight movement a day, it would change their lives. Exactly. They don't need to throw on the weights because they're not like, I lift weights because I actually physically want to be strong. I want to be able to like pull myself up onto bars and like be able to jump up to a, a box and like be able to like, you know, climb up a, a rock to jump off and like into those. And you like, I want to be really physical and yeah. And I enjoy being strong. Some people don't want to go through the trials and tribulations of that because they don't want the muscle mass. Like not everyone wants muscle mass. And not everyone wants to be super, super strong. They just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. And so for those people, I say, well, then do calisthenics. You can get the equipment that you would need to have an entire calisthenics gym in your in your house is like $200. Yeah. Maybe. With Amazon, you could probably do it for 100 bucks now. Like you probably buy a full kit that's already made for you yeah. that you could do all this stuff. Like there's no barriers anymore for people. And, you know, I think I, I did a post the other day and I was like, like breaking news, you don't have to work out as much as any fitness influencer because the reason they work out that much is just because they absolutely love it. And, and they have the time and they're getting paid for it. Well, but even me, like 
I work out almost every day. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else should that doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking like doing. I like being there. I like being at the gym. I like working out. Like, I like. I would work out more if I could, and I wasn't like hurting my body that way. You know, I would work out all the time. But it's a good feeling. It's a nice atmosphere. Like, it, yeah, there's got, like. it's got benefits. But if you don't find that happy, that minimum. You know, two to three times a week, probably beneficial for you. And then just staying active in some way. Yeah. And doing, yeah. Doing different type, types of things. That's what I tell people. Go walk, go ride your bike, go kayaking, go paddle boarding, then throw in some like pushups and pull-ups and some bodyweight squats and like get some core work. And then I'll show you how to functionally do that. And maybe you can incorporate it into like some gardening stuff. Like you've got, if you're a gardener, you've probably got bags of dirt. Now you've got something to lift and practice with and move and throw. And there's a lot, there's so many different ways to be physically active and to work out at the same time. Cause physical activity is different than working out. Working out to me is like purposeful. You've got some type of routine and set. Yeah. And then physical activity is like doing something like gardening Yeah, or, you know, whatever else you're doing. So you can incorporate both and make them very similar to each other. And you don't need many tools to do it in most cases or have that, that working out be set up to support your physical activity. Exactly. You know? So you can get I, better at that. And that's what I think physical therapy does a good job of is like shaping this towards like, what is your goal? Like, is your goal to be like, well, use the gardening thing. Is, is it, is it to be able to garden? Well, okay. You have to be able to lift these bags of dirt. You have to be able to work a shovel. So maybe we should do some like shoulder and like cross turn, like abdominal exercises. Maybe we should be able to work on a deep squat so you can bend down to like pick something up. We don't or, need to hit 225 on the bench press. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just got to be able to get your butt to your heels. You've got to be able to kneel down. You've got to be able to kind of crawl around. You've got to be able to push yourself up from a, from a kneeling position. And so that's all you need to do. And you could even do that as a practice. Like you might be a great person just to, Get down to the ground, get back up. Get down to the ground or like you hold a bag and get down from the ground. Like there's just so much you could do that it's like there's real like I said, there's no barriers. And it doesn't have to be what all these people think of like, ah no, I gotta go to the gym for an hour. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like you have chosen a different route working at a company, right? Like that's proven that that's not your thing or not the thing that you want to be your thing and that's Mm -hmm. cool and i think people need to realize that you don't have to choose either or yeah you know i think a lot of people think that like well because i don't work at a gym i can't be fit you know or something like that yeah yeah or like because i'm sedentary at work i can't reverse it so i may as well not try yeah but it's like they're like that's what there's a lot of things you can do during your work day there's a lot of downtime you probably spend i don't know staring at your computer and not thinking just like thinking about random stuff or like checking your phone like if you're going to take a phone check break you may as well just get up and walk around a little bit or if you're going to take a call like a business call or something you may as well throw your headphones on and start walking the building right like why not do those little things that are easy that they'll add up that seem ridiculous at the time but like once the culture of your company flips and people start seeing you do it like oh man that's actually a good idea that's what like i saw the culture flip with stand-up desks one person in an office gets a stand-up desk and everyone's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I what's that? Is that, that guy standing up? Like, oh, I gotta have see that. a back pain too? And now his back pain's gone? Okay, I got to get a stand-up desk. So they start seeing Eric walk around the office with his phone, you know, doing phone calls. And everyone's like, 
Maybe I should be walking around doing my phone calls. So then everyone starts doing it. And then you start feeding that culture. Yeah. And then you get everyone involved. And I think that's the key of what we were talking about before is how do you make this actually happen is like creating monthly events of like who can get the most uh, Fitbit miles or Fitbit steps, who can get the most this, who can get the most that, who like, or just let's have a leaderboard and track it or, you know, let's give out awards. Let's get everybody involved as a community so that they actually want to do it together and you don't feel like you're on an island doing it by yourself because that's the biggest problem is like when one person in an office is on a diet and everyone else is eating cake. Yeah. That makes it hard. Makes it almost impossible. It's like if you live with someone, if you live with, if your spouse eats like trash and you eat really well, it's very hard to maintain your diet. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think like for these companies, it's, it's really about like just putting out the benefits for people too, you know, like explaining why. And I think that's what, we can do and and it's cool that this company's bringing people in mm-hmm. you know like i think that's huge because the more that they hear these things like maybe they won't listen to everything that we say but they'll pick up one thing you know most people will pick up one thing that will stick with them yep. and then maybe something else is stuck with them from the last people that have talked mm-hmm. um but what what do you think what do you think uh like what what benefit do you really want to bring to what do you think we could benefit all these other companies i mean i think we can we can bring the knowledge and the 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 right mindset it's like we're not coming in trying to change every single thing about these people like we're giving people very simple practical advice yeah. it's not like theory like this stuff isn't just like oh i think this will work like this stuff actually works right. you just have to do it how can I help you do it? Right. And so if we can help even just a few people in the office to change a few of their habits and we get them on a winning streak and we get them doing those little easy wins, then they're gonna they're just gonna carry that into every other aspect of their life. And so it's like, if we could just pass off just a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of passion, I think that's the one big thing is we bring is like the passion for it. It's like, yeah. I'm not just telling you this for my health. Like I'm not taking a Wednesday off of my work schedule to come here, talk to you for free for for myself like i'm doing this for to help people because that's why i got into this job in the first place for is to help people out i think you gotta say that yeah it's like listen i took this day off to come help you guys because like i really care about this and i know that it can help you and like shoot same thing like i'm not getting paid for this yeah i just i feel passionately about the space because i've seen you know, it's just, that was like one of the biggest issues with me working there. It was like, it was so hard to see so many people making so many little mistakes, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm sure you would die walking through there. Like, God, everyone's hunched over. Oh my God. You know, like, what are you doing? Yep. And not really being able to do anything about it. And that's why. Or I'm, people not really caring or, right. you know, it's like, you're not going to hit everybody. But the yeah. good thing is like the talk that we're giving here, like, I think it's self-selecting. Like they're going to come because they want the information. So if they like the information, they're obviously taking the first step where they've acknowledged that there's something that they can learn and like they might need help. And then from there, they're already ready to go. Like, whereas like we couldn't just go out and like force 
like, okay, company wide, all hands, everybody's going to be listening to this. Yeah. We'd have a lot of people in the crowd, like, just like, ah, this, yeah, like, right, this is dumb. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to come with the right mindset and you got to be ready for it too. True. Good thing is most people are ready to feel better. Most people are ready to be healthy. And uh, that's why gym memberships are so popular these days. People are out running and exercising more than they ever have. Uh, nutritional food has become like used like 10, 15 years ago, like in the nineties, you never saw it, like health foods. Like people didn't like weren't as health conscious. Like, Oh, this is uh non GMO. And this, ha- this is organic. And like all, like all this stuff didn't exist. And now it does because people are becoming largely more health conscious and more health aware and also more health literate. Like people are understanding this stuff a lot more because of the power of the internet and the ability to research because before you had to buy a textbook and sift through some jargon to be able to understand this. And now there's people left and right like you and I who are breaking this stuff down into very easy things to understand. And so it's becoming where people are way more health literate. Well, I think also as like new things are introduced and you don't really understand or know the repercussions, like we see all these repercussions happening, you know, like no one was health conscious because they didn't know that they needed to be, you know, like, Oh, fast food sounds like a good idea, you know? Yeah. And now like 20 years goes by a fast food and it's like, Oh shit, fast food fucked us up. We got to figure this out. You know, yeah. that's kind of like cigarettes. Yep. Everyone's smoking them. And then there's like, Oh, hold up. And that's like, a kind of an interesting comp conversation that i was having with someone they're like they're like i think cell phones are going to be that next thing that in 20 years we're going to be like how could you have stared at that screen for so long it messed up your eyes or, or something yeah or like the radio waves of it yeah the wi-fi that yeah kill, like killed, killed you, you like, yeah. yeah did all this cancerous stuff like it's interesting because you know we like, don't have any data on it that's for sure we haven't had these phones for very long like there's no long-term data on anything so i mean you could sit here and say like i mean i could sit here and say that's dumb to think like that my eyes or my are gonna go bad or like the radio waves are affecting me but we really just don't know doctors are smoking cigarettes saying that same thing you know like people were actually prescribing tobacco <laughs> products for like certain people because it you know it has some some benefits like right. you know certain things that it does but then you realize that combined with all the tar and all that stuff it's bad yeah. like for example like nicotine is actually a is actually a compound that is uh beneficial for like cognitive function focus right. and stuff like that when taken by itself yeah. not recommending anyone do it but there's a lot of people that out there that are using it for it's like purely for its benefits mm-hmm. but like people always used to also used to prescribe cocaine and like all sorts of other crazy stuff so like, oh, yeah shit. maybe maybe it is but that's what you always got to be aware with and that's why like don't go i always say like don't go into too much too, like too deep into yeah like, like something that's not yeah like uh like these meat eater diets or anything like that it's like it hasn't been out there for that much for that long like yeah. at least in like known about and i'm sure people have been eating just meat for a long time like people up in like northern like the inuits and things like that uh, that can only eat that but are they thriving I yeah don't i don't know, know. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the study so i don't ever yeah. dive into anything like too wholeheartedly right. things we know are move that's good for you you yeah. know air water yeah it doesn't have like bad things in it yeah. yeah and then probably trying to find foods that are close to as is like natural. natural as possible yeah yeah, you know? that's what we know, and that's now about like 
I think what we're more about is like figure out how to get you to do it. Yeah. You know, like we've all heard these things. Yep. But the difference between someone just spouting off random information and, and us is that like, this is going to be how you actually incorporate it into your life and your day. Exactly. And that's huge. It's huge. We're excited for the talk. We've Absolutely. got it. We've got a good one. We're going to film it so everybody can see it. Yep. We're going to post that too. It'll be separate from the podcast, but it's going to be cool. Dude, we could probably strip the audio like Gary Vee style. Yeah. If podcast. you guys want to hear it, we'll, we'll deliver it to you guys. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe, I don't know. I'll figure out maybe a way that we can record it mo- like via our mobile phones or something like that. He's got, oh, he's got Lav's mics. Nice. We're going professional. Cool. We got to rate these. We do got to rate them. Um, um, so let's rate them. Let's do it. So again, we got Bull Brew, Bull Brew Coffee. You can go to, it's just bullbrew.com. You can check out their site. Uh, this is good. I've got, I've already got my rating in my head. I, I, I was like subconsciously thinking about it. I think so. Drop it in. This is good. I'm going to go 8.3, which is a very solid rating. It's up there with some of the best. Last week I rated the, uh, whiskey cold brew. Uh, 8.5 just because it was so unique and we have not had anything like that yeah. and it was so good but this is like i mean this is up there with all the tops this is on the leaderboard with the top nitros and i think the nitros it makes a big difference yeah um this one's super smooth no absolutely no bite too um i could drink a thousand of these uh yeah i think it's good I yeah, wish I, had, I wish I had more, but I could just drink two cans. See, that's my thing is I, I'm going to give it an 8-1. Taste-wise, excellent. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't like – I want. I wanted a bigger can, dude. Is that the only reason it's low? Maybe, like, give me a 12-ouncer, you know? Yeah. And, and You're just getting gluttonous. We don't know. I don't know how much <laughs> is in this as far as, like, caffeine. Let's see if they uh, – They didn't hit you back? I don't know. Let's see. How responsive are they on social media? Not haven't hit me back yet, but they're pretty good. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I, it feels like it's a two hundred plus. You think? Oh, I feel so much better. Like the way I feel now, comparatively what I felt at the beginning of the podcast, is like night and day. Yeah, I feel so much better after drinking this. I'm ready for the rest of the day now. Four forty, got plenty of time to burn off all this caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, it's uh, like delicious, delicious taste, awesome um, packaging that I think deserves to be purchased. I think so for uh, sure. And eight one, that's a that's a great rating. So yeah, I'm um, gi- I'm giving them a three because I think I think they're that they're that solid. Yeah, and they're pretty cool. They got um, it looks like dude, they even have a subscription to their coffee. Where you can do, you can get 15% off right now if you go to their website, Dope. but you can also subscribe and save where you get 15% off every single purchase. So it's like for a 12 pack, it's thirty three ninety nine. What does that come out to be? That's like, that's cheap. It's cheap as hell. That's way cheaper than a normal can of cold brew. That's pretty sweet. So you can get thirty three ninety nine right now on their website for, for a, like, so you can get the delivery uh, every month because you'll drink 12 of these easy a month. It's probably per month. I assume that's what they're what they're at. So again, thanks for sponsoring the 
supplying the energy for the cold brew or for the uh, podcast. We appreciate it. Um, anything else, Mitch? Good shit. Drink bold brew. I like it. Let's do it. See you guys. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, and review the podcast. And if you really liked it, go ahead and share it with a friend. We would really appreciate it. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out. Let us know. We're always open.